Welcome to News Canada through Japanese eyes, the podcast that offers a unique Japanese perspective on Canadian news. I'm Charlie, your host who grew up in Japan and later moved to Canada. Join me as we embark on a journey of cultural exploration through Canada. According to the Sun Times, posted on September 26, 2023. On Saturday, Canada observes the National Days for Truth and Reconciliation, coinciding with the Orange T shirt day. To honor the legacy of residential schools. Several local events are planned, including the unveiling of Castle Beach and Nevers Park, sign in Owen Sound, a National Day of Truth and Reconciliation Ceremony, and fire at the Gichi Nae Big Weedon Reconciliation Garden. And various community hosted events in Cape Croker Park and Sorkin First Nation. The Big Widon Indigenous Friendship Center is hosting a full moon ceremony on Friday. These events aim to promote awareness, education, and reflection on the impact of residential schools. And are part of Canada's response to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's calls to action, which led to establishment of this federal statutory holiday in July 2021. You can jump into the article in the description. Today, I will talk about the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Coinciding with Orange T shirt day on September 3rd, 2023. I actually happened to know the day because my manager told me we will be off on next Monday because of the start holiday. Since Canada set the day as start holiday quite recently, so many of my co workers didn't expect. We will be off on October 2nd. Since then, I have checked up the details of the day and I was shocked by the what happened in Canadian history. First of all, let me introduce what truth and reconciliation means. It was established to recognize, reflect on, and commemorate. The legacy of residential schools in Canada. Residential schools were institutions where indigenous children were forcibly removed from their families and communities and subjected to cultural assimilation and abuse for over a century. Most importantly, to date, The center has documented 4,118 children who died at the residential schools. It sounds really tragic and terrible. I cannot stop thinking of how they have been feeling or living in that place. What's more, surprisingly enough, 
Residential schools in Canada were a system of institutions that were operated with the collaboration of the Canadian government and various religious organizations, primarily the Roman Catholic Church, Anglican Church, United Church of Canada, and others. These schools were established in the 19th century and operated well into the 20th century, with the last one closing in 1996, quite recently. The primary goal of these schools was to assimilate indigenous children into Euro-Canadian culture by forcibly removing them from their families, communities, and indigenous cultural practices. That means they were first removed from their family as young as three or four years old. Cultural suppression, such as not allowing to speak their indigenous languages, and abuse and neglect and high mortality rates. For me, as a Japanese, I haven't known such a horrible history and was really shocked to know what happened in Canada. As a result, in 2008, the Canadian government established the Truth and Reconciliation Commission TRC, to investigate and document the history and lasting effects of residential schools. The TRC's final report, released in 2015, included 94 calls to action aimed at addressing the historical injustice and advancing reconciliation between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Canadians. All we can do is to express our condolence and follow the 94 course to action for better understanding and keep our eyes on this matter. Thank you for listening today. See you next time. Have a good one.